So, you know, there's uh, so many battles, it seems like, that we have to face. I was going to title this message The Battlefield, but the more I kept digging and the more I kept thinking on it, there's just so many other uh, battlefields and the specific one that I want to get into tonight that we have to deal with. There's, uh, uh, you know, it's just the everyday battles and struggles that we have to face at work. That's uh, just a it's just a constant thing. There's there's struggles that um, uh, just trying to find enough time it seems like to get everything done. Or you have battles that you're going to war with in your family within your uh, you know uh, we all have families that you know just about drive us crazy. That there's um, there's battles physically with with sickness and if it's not one person it's another. Uh, you know, and it, it's just like everything just kind of seems to hit uh, at one time, and we're facing ten different things. Um, but I want to talk about one tonight that it is, it's not necessarily seen uh, so much. It's something that can be very easily hidden, and it's, it is a complete uh, behind-the-scenes battle. Uh, and it's probably one that it's it. This, this place that, that we have to go to war at, it's, it, we probably all have to do it on a daily basis. Um, and that is the battle of the mind. The war that goes on in the mind between the enemy uh, between, and between the spirit, between the flesh uh, and between the spirit. It's just it's a constant back and forth thing. And, uh, you know, and like I said, it's, it's a completely behind the scenes. It's something that, that, can, that can be hidden and you wouldn't know by looking at somebody uh, but, you know, a lot of times you can look at somebody and you can tell that they're really going through it. Or you can look at somebody and know that they're going through a rough time. And honestly, the, the, the family problems and the, and the problems at work and uh, just, just the, the everyday stress that we have to deal with with life, uh, we can honestly manage that pretty well. It might, it's not necessarily easy and not pleasant, but it's manageable. But so often the battles that we have to face in, in our mind and when we're warring against the enemy and he's coming against us, uh, he wins more than what he than, than he should, um, you know. And like I said, it's just constantly, uh, you know. Like I said, if there's one place that he loves to attack, it's the mind, because if he can ta- attack your mind and he can overcome your mind, then that goes straight to your heart. And when it gets to your heart, it completely affects everything. It com- it affects your whole demeanor. It affects how you carry yourself. It affects how you walk, because uh, what you're thinking and what you're believing is what you're going to act on. Right, and if we're allowing the, 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 the enemy to come into our minds and, and, and just fill our heads with nothing but garbage, and uh, you know, we're going to walk around believing that. Regardless of what we know the truth is, we know the truth of, of the Lord, that you know, we know his promises, that he's there to take care of us, to help us. Uh, you know, that this Bible is full of promises, and, and we know it, but still, every single time that he, he comes and just throws, it, throws thoughts into your head. It's just, it's, it's a war, you know, and it's a war to get him out. Uh, he comes at us with temptation. He comes at us trying to, uh, to, to, to get our focus completely off God and, and, our, and indulge ourselves in things that, uh, that, that it just, uh, you know, it may not seem so bad, but, you know, once you get into it, it just leaves us in a mess. We have a whole world that's just in a mess. Uh, because of the, just because they give into it, he comes and uh, you know it, it started with Adam and Eve. He, he he got into their they got into their head, he got into their minds, and then they acted on that. And the world's been in a mess ever since. Uh, he comes at us with accusations. 
he can't tempt us. He's sure going to come at us and, and, and try to make us feel as down about ourselves as possible. He's going to tell us that we're not good enough. He's going to tell you that you, you can't do this, you can't do that, or this is completely impossible. Don't even go there. There's no sense because you're not, you're not even worthy enough. You're not worthy for it. You know, I know so many people, and we, we've heard so, uh, the stories of so many people, and people having to just overcome that, that voice that when you get saved, you have to, you're having to listen to that, or you're not really saved. He didn't save you. You're not really worthy. You know, I'm sure we've all had to, had, had to battle that one. And honestly, the thing, the thing about that one is, is it's true, but in the eyes of the Lord, we are. He saves us, right? So yeah. if he saves us, we're worthy. But, you know, like I said, that, that's one that we all have to deal with is he just, he accuses us. Amen. Uh, and he also comes at us with deception. Yes. You know, we have, it's, it's, it's so crazy because there's so many people out there. Uh, I heard a guy say it at one time. You know, you have your people that, as I said, as, as the accusations that, you know, that they're saved, but the enemy's telling them that they're not saved. But then you have the deceptive part of it where they're not saved, but the enemy's telling them that, that, that they are saved. I have a, uh, a relative of mine, and I love her to death, but, you know, st- stood and, and just told me, she's like, I believe I'm going to heaven. I don't believe the Lord's going to send me to hell. And knowing what her sin is, knowing what, what the life that she's living, and, uh, you know, I was like, well, you can believe it all you want. And I, didn't, I don't say it out of judgment. I don't say it out of hatred. But, you know, if, if your name's not written in the book when it's all said and done, you're not getting in. Right. And there's only one way in. And it's not a way that we can come up with. You know, there's a door that's open. And instead of going through the door, we want to try to get in through a window that's locked. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like I said, that, that's, that's two of the most dangerous things that, that people have to battle with in their mind is that, Either you are saved and the enemy's telling you that you're not, or you're, you're not saved and he's telling you that you are. Uh, he comes at us with empty hopes. Uh, tr- you know, tries to get us to, to pour everything that we have into a person, or pour everything that we have into uh, just to things that are, we can like physically touch, things that are tangible. You know, we'll put all our hope into money, or we'll put all our hope into uh, uh, may- maybe it's the bottle of alcohol that we're putting all our hope into. Yeah. Whatever it can be that can just alleviate the stress, because we're stressed out, so, you know, why not try everything under the sun to get rid of that stress, uh, you know, and that, that's what the enemy would have us to believe, is don't go to the Lord about it. Let's go to everything else that's just going to make the situation worse. You know, it makes it, you know, we, we, we may can forget about it for a moment, but you still got to wake up in the morning, it's still going to be there. Um, you know, so he comes at us with empty hopes, he comes at us, and then after all that, and then we have to deal uh, with anxiety. And, and like I said, that's just, it, it's, it's just, it's a never ending cycle. Most people are dealing with a few of these five things. Some people are dealing with all of these five things, and it's on a daily basis. And a lot of people, you wouldn't even know it. You know, I, I've, I've, we all have to deal with it. At some point, sometime in the day, the enemy's going to come to you and he's going to, you know, start speaking things that aren't true. He's going to start trying to fill your mind with a bunch of garbage. And the whole point of it is, is to get your focus off the Lord. Because when your focus is off the Lord, then you can start moving. Then, then you start getting away from him. Yeah. Then the far, further you start to drift. The whole goal, the whole scheme of things that he's up to is to get us away from God. 
It's either to keep us away or get us away. But either way, he wants us away from the Lord. Uh, he wants us to just cower down in the corner, uh, just be downcast and discouraged. Because, you know what, maybe we can stay saved. If he, if he knows that we, we're not going to give up our salvation, maybe he can keep us discouraged enough to where we're not even going to try to do anything for the Lord because, you know, we don't even feel like that we can. We don't feel like that that's even possible. You know, I, I, I probably talk about this every time I get up here, but, um, you know, when I, when I first accepted the call to preach, that was my argument. It was the same argument that Moses had with the Lord that I'm just not a, I'm not a, I'm not a speaker, you know. At the time when I was in high school, I like I never said a word, and you know now I'm being I just have a desire that I don't understand to get up and talk in front of people, you know. Um, it, it's just you, we have to deal with that discouragement, and, and that's what Moses told or told the Lord as well. You know, he was calling him to go to the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and tell him to let my people go. You know, I, I'm sure that Moses was uh, very terrified of that because he had a you know, he had issues with, with speaking as well. Um, but, you know, like I said, we just we listen to that, and we, and we soak it in, and it just gets us away from the Lord. Um, and, and it's just a daily basis. And, 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 and so many people, most of us in here, I, I would say, we're just, we're just worn out from it. You know, as Brother Andy says, we're just sick and tired of being sick and tired, and it's just a, a daily thing. It just seems like we have such a, a, a struggle to get the enemy out of our head. It's, it's a constant battle that we have to face daily. And it's unlike anything that we ever have to face because the, the tangible battles, the ones that we have to face that are right in front of us that we can see uh, aren't fun, but we can, we, can, we can get around it. We can deal with it. But, you know, when, when, but when we're believing things that, that the enemy is putting in our minds and we're not focusing on the Lord and we're not uh, you know, thinking on the things that it says here in verse 8, it says, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever is just or pure, uh, whatever, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, uh, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate or think on these things. Yeah. And these things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace shall be with you. In verse 7 it says, The peace of God which surpasses all understanding... Or guard will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. It says, think on these things. Think on think on these things that are true. Think on the in other words, all of these are traits of the Lord. Think on these things. Think on everything that has anything to do with Jesus. Constantly think on these things. Because if you're thinking on that, and we're filling our head with nothing but the Lord, and we're filling our head. We're just we're singing songs of praise all day long. If you got to sing the same song over and over again, if you just whatever it is, if we're filling our head with the right thing, if we're thinking on these things as the Bible instructs us to do, it's it's really hard for the enemy to get in there because there's not really a lot of room for him to wiggle around. Uh, let me read. Let me flip over to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 5 says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself uh, against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. 
I heard this thing on the radio one time, and this is kind of, it was a while back. The Lord just kind of brought it to me when I was thinking and praying about what I was going to be uh, preaching here tonight. And they were saying on the radio, they were kind of talking about this. You know, a, a lot of the times our excuse is, well, I just I can't help what comes into my, into my mind. I can't help the thoughts that come in. I can't help, uh, you know, some of the things that I think, and then we get to thinking on it, and then we're, and then we're just in a mess because, you know, and it's just a, that's just the kind of the, the, the theme there is that it, it, it comes to us, but then we can't help it, right? So then we just dwell on it. You know, we think that we can't help it, but they, what they was talking about was a guy on there, I don't even know his name, but he said if, if we could not help, if we could not help the thoughts that go through our mind, why would the word of God uh, instruct us to think on these things? Amen. We have the ability to control what kind of what comes in and, and what goes out of our mind. Now, we can't help what the enemy throws at us, but we can help what we let in. Right. We can't help what he, what he says to us. Is he, he's going to talk probably till the Lord calls us home, uh, and that's just not going to change. But we do have the ability to have control over our mind, and we have the ability on what we think on. We have, the, we, we have the ability to fill our minds so full of God that the devil has no room to even get in. He can scream at you all he wants to, but he can't get in. Right. And that's what makes the, uh, just a, a world of difference. You know, as it says in Romans 12 and 2, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. A, a new mind, a mind that, that's completely set on uh, the things of the Lord, the mind that is completely focused on what God wants and what God is wanting to do uh, in your life. It's not just about salvation. He's got a plan as well that the enemy likes to keep us from. But if we would think on those things and, and think on it every, you know, just keep our minds uh, on things that are above and keep our minds on the things that are of God, we can walk through this life and, and know it's not going to be just, com it's not going to be easy, uh, you know, every, every single step of the way. You know, we're, we're going to have to deal with things. We're going to have to deal with, with issues, and we're going to have to deal with uh, problems. We're going to have bad days at work. We're going to uh, have, there's going to be hard times within families. There's going to be, uh, there's probably going to be hard times financially at some point. I mean, we're just, just it's always going to be something, you know, and that, that, that's, uh, we, you know, we say that a lot. It's just always something. It's always going to be something, you know, but we can't control how we go about it. You know, the Lord does not allow us to go through things without having a purpose for it. You know, and I say this a lot too, and I, I try to tell a lot of people this because it's just it's it's something that I, I'll always carry with me. If if he if if God would give His own Son to die for us, this is a greater sacrifice than anybody could ever comprehend. We can never match it. We can never compare to it. If He would go through all that to save us so that we could have a relationship with him. And he's not going to allow us to suffer for no reason. Amen. He's not going to have he's not going to allow us to go through things just for no reason, just for the fun of it or just because we deserve it. You know, we didn't deserve the Lord going to the cross, but he did it anyway. Uh, you know, he he went through all that so he could have a relationship, but you know, as we went through the the story of Joseph over kids crusade, uh, you know, everything that he went through put him where he needed to be so that the purpose could be fulfilled. And that's the same way, uh, you know, that, that he's got in our lives. And, and, you know, so many times I'm sure Joseph could have 
uh, just give in to the enemy. I'm sure the enemy told him a lot. You know, we have this vision that God gave you, but now you're in slavery. You know, your family's supposed to be bowing down to you, but now you're uh, miles and miles away from home. Now you're in slavery. And then when it started to get a little bit better, well, now you're going to prison. Uh, so there's, there's no way that this is going to shape out good. Uh, the, the possibility, you know, for, for his family bowing down to him when he's miles away from home and in a prison. Uh, but the circumstances happened where it put him in second in command and uh, the whole nation of Egypt. Right. And then here comes his brothers, and they're, and they're needing food because there's a famine that hit. And Joseph was the one that had the strategy to make sure that everyone was going to have enough food. You know, God seen a, he, he knew the problem was coming 22 years before it even got there. Yeah. And he can see way beyond 22 years. He, he sees all the way to the end. You know, so when the enemy comes at us and he's, he's, he's hollering at us and he's screaming and, and he's, he's telling us that we're no good or he's telling us that we're not going to get through it. We have control, and that, that's something, it, it's a lot easier said than done, I know, but it's something that we have to really just kind of make up our mind about, that when you wake up in the morning, that the Lord's going to have control over your mind. You're not gonna, we're not going to let the enemy in. We're going to think completely on the things of, of, of God that day, regardless of what comes. You know, I've had bad days at work, and, you know, you know those days you just want to wallow in it because it's just bad, and then you're just mad all day stressed out and then the next day it's the exact same but then that day you know you're you're singing uh songs in your head you know you're praying that day and it can be the same exact situation at work but two completely different mindsets two yeah. completely different attitudes yeah. two completely different um actions there and it's all because it's all about what's going on in our mind and that's something that we got. We have to win. We have to have control over our mind, and not because uh, it just just simply because that we can. And if we can't have control over our mind, then we need to have. We just need to put that into action. As hard as it is, this uh, I brought a different Bible with me because it's got this little note here that really stuck out to me. Uh, if you guys would stand, I want to ask somebody to come and uh, play music. I want to give an altar call, but I want to end on this. Uh, I want to end on this note here. Uh, this is something that really struck me. This note says here that we could become like Paul, taking the fight to the gates of hell, rather than just standing at our own gate, just hoping and praying that the devil can't get in. And that is the difference. We can stand at our own gate and just hope and pray he can't get in. Hope and pray he doesn't mess with my mind today. Hope and pray that you know, I'm, I'm going to have a good day today. Maybe, maybe he'll leave me alone. Maybe he won't. Or we can just go ahead and get up first thing in the morning and just run straight to him and say, it ain't happening today. The Lord is going to have my mind today. We're going to have a good day regardless of the circumstance. Amen. So I, wherever this hits with you tonight, I don't know where, like I said, I don't know any of your situations. I don't, like I said, the battle of the mind is something that can't be seen, but the Lord knows. Yeah. And wherever this is hitting with you, maybe we know people that we need to be in prayer for, whatever the situation is. But I just invite whoever would to just come to the altar tonight and just, just, let's just take our minds back. Let's win our minds back tonight. And let's get it set on spiritual things. You know, as it said in verse 9 there, it says if we would just do that, if we would just think on the spiritual things we would just think on the things of the lord 
that the God of peace would be with us. And as it says in verse 7, it'll be a peace that just surpasses all understanding. It just don't make sense to have peace in the middle of a just a horrible time in, in, in your life. And we know so many people that are close to us that are going through that, but at the same time, have peace just because they know the Lord's got it. Amen. I think of it a lot like a movie. You can watch a movie for the first time and it, uh, you know, your nerves are, if it's like, your nerves could be tore up because you don't know what's going to happen, how it's going to shape out. But after you've seen that movie a bunch of times, you know what's going to happen. And it's the same way with the Lord. Once we know that he's going to take care of it and we know that what the end result is going to be, the process isn't going to bother us because we know. Amen. As many as would tonight.